And in your flesh, you've already proven that you have doubts about doing it. That's why you have to seek God spiritually so he can do it for you. Or he can strengthen you spiritually that you will be able to do it. Because as long as you look look through your eyes, you're always going to be limited. And God has been telling you all this time, I'm not asking you to do this by yourself. I'm not asking you to look to yourself. I've been telling you this whole time, this is where you're going to do, but you need to look to me. And you've only been looking into self as to how it's been, how this is impossible to be done or accomplished. And God is telling you to look to him. So you have to have faith in his word and what he's, you know, revealed to you. But you also have to trust. And faith and trust are two different things, but there are so many things about them that parallel, that cross, you know, that intersect one another. Now, can I encourage you? Yes, sir. All of us on this line struggle with prophecy. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Including the one talking. Because when I was younger, dreams tormented me. I'd wake up screaming because I saw something bad happen. Luckily, I was with my grandmother, who was a preacher, who sees and understands as well. But it freaked me out. And I literally would have to sleep on my grandmother's back. And she she would say when I would start shaking, she knew what was going on and she would start praying because I would sleep on her back. But it used to scare the heck out of me when I would see things going on. And to this day, I will tell somebody, if I have to come talk to you, I'm not going to prophesy you no husband, no house, and no car, and no job. I deal with life and death only. Period. And that's how he's always used me. I never prophesied no money, nobody's bank account. And I'm glad I don't. I've never prophesied, well, you're going to get a husband because I don't care. <laughs> How he deals with me, strictly life and death. And I know that. But it used to freak me out. Now, 20 some odd years later, what ward was I working on when I was in nursing? Hospice. I'm talking to them, helping them get to the place where not only are they ready to transition, but they are in the place of knowing they got to get their souls right right then and there because the next five minutes ain't promised. And even on the last four breaths, you can still live for another month, and I've seen it happen. But I've been there to explain to them, hey, 
we got to get this right. Not only do we have to get this right for you, but your whole crew. But if you don't get it, they're not going to get it. And I've had these conversations with them. Was it easy? No. Because I promise you, when God used to speak to me in church, I used to sit on my hands. And one thing that I can say about my ex-wife that she was good for was she encouraged me to say what God said. Because when God started talking to me in my 20s and I didn't want to do it, I used to sit on my hands because I talk with my hands. I prophesy with my hands. You have to lay hands on people and things of that nature. I didn't do it. And me sitting on my hands were a sign that God said, I'm not going to move and I'm not going to do it. I don't care what you say to me. I'm still, I'm still not going to do it. And I didn't. Now, you couldn't stop me from telling you what you said. Why? Because it no longer has the burden on me and the pressure on my life that if I don't get the word to you, your blood won't be on my hands. And that sounds hard and heavy, but it's not. When you start releasing, I promise you, the things in your life that you see that are supposed to be moving and, and, and accelerating and, 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 and here. I promise you, it's going to, he's going to move. Because God told me this two days ago, and I like that, screamed and hollered like I was a fool. So I want to read you this, um, this message that I, um, I told one of my friends that God, God told me. And it was, and it just, it, and it was, it was such a release for me. But this is what God told me. He says, he said, God is going to redeem the time that was stolen from us, from the canker worms, the bad advice, the horrible relationships, the wrong career moves, people, our own stagnancy, taking care of sick loved ones, the setbacks that we've experienced. He said that we're going to catch up to where we believe that we should be. But he said he's going to accelerate us past that because that was the ordained place that we were in. Now, I'm going to give you a testimony to that. Um, I've tried to go through, go through school and take care of a family and all of those things. Um, I couldn't do it all at one time. I talked to my counselor a couple of days ago when I was starting school. He said, if you're dedicated, you could have your degree by December. And I'm looking in my head. I said, December? He says, yes, December. And I said, well, how, how is that possible? He said, because those people sat in the class for those four years didn't mean that they learned anything. He said, you could sit there right at your desk at home and learn everything that you're supposed to learn in eight months because the time can be accelerated because it's according to your pace. So I said, okay. And I called Erica. I said, Erica, I said, am I supposed to be okay with this degree? She says, why not, dear? I said, well, it's on the, it's on the Internet. She says, well, that's where curriculum is going for um, – that's where curriculum is going now for universities and schools online. I said, okay. So literally, sister, I promise you, I finished the class in three days, and right now, without my essays being graded, I'm at a B plus. 
class wasn't easy, but it wasn't hard either. But just by me seeing that as an example of God redeeming the time, by the time my birthday comes, I could basically be at the door of my master's. Though people have spent six and seven years in a classroom that I can catch up to them and accelerate them and be their boss. I'm not doing it for that purpose. But that would be the only way that God could redeem the time that I felt that I lost, that I took care of somebody else and somebody else's child and somebody else's situation and didn't do me, and didn't take care of me, that my time could be redeemed. But it came by the simple fact of being obedient. God has a plan of if and then. The Bible says if you are willing and obedient, then, therefore, you should eat the good of the land. You can't eat the good of the land if you're not obedient. But the if is the fact that you're willing to do so, and the then is because of your willingness and your obedience, I'm going to reward you. Because you not just basically were willing, but you diligently sought me to do what I've asked you to do, that plenty of other people have yet to do, will not do, don't plan on doing. So my encouragement to you is, the things that you thought were stolen will be redeemed when you do what he says. And that's just not for you. That's for all of us. And the other encouragement was, did y'all remember how Sam and I would always say we weren't preachers and we weren't pastors and we wouldn't go pastor nobody? <laughs> Guess what happened to me three months ago? Hello? I don't know. I'm guessing. What? Well, God. <laughs> Sam, you're so dirty. You don't play fair. Well, I, look, look, look. First of all, you're going to throw me under the bus and then say, I don't play fair. No, I was just saying that because Cynthia, three months ago, I started pastoring. Ooh. And literally, God has just basically opened me up to, to a whole different realm again because I just stopped doing stuff because I was so frustrated. And now I have to seek him. Now I have to see what he says. Now I have to be in his space. Now I have to be like, God, what do you want me to do? Because it's no longer me that's dependent upon him. It's mm-hmm. people looking at me that's dependent upon me to be dependent upon him. So I can't do it on my own. So I have to find some other source because it's not me. But if I never moved where I am right now and him, him showing himself strong to redeem the time, I'd still be in a mode of depression and frustration because what I see for myself, I don't have. But like I said, my friends have been in school for the last seven to ten years. How crazy would it be for me to have the same degrees they have in a year and a half that they sat in blood, sweat, and tears in a classroom to get and my degree would be just as important as theirs? That's redeeming the time right there. Mm-hmm. But the only way that I got there was because I had to be obedient. I 
I still I, I still struggle in some areas. But I still do what he says. I, I work towards what he tells me. I, I work towards how he tells me. I, I, I do my best to hear him and do what he says. I do my best. That's my encouragement to you. Thank you, Erica. Oh, thank you, Sam. <laughs> you beat me to the punch. <laughs> wait, wait. I got one better than that. Pam is saying, thank you, Cynthia, for calling in because it ain't me today. <laughs> See, that's why they want to slap me, man. I, I what? What? <laughs> I'm going back on mute. You were supposed to be praying, so how could you go on mute? <laughs> My prayer is, amen, you're good, girl. You got more than enough. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But does that, but does that answer, I mean, and truly, I mean, I'm asking, does that answer some questions and, and help you? Yeah. Answers, but it also confirms a lot of, you know, the what I've been hearing or what I've been getting in my mind or how you want to put it, you know. So it, it just confirms a lot. So when you say that you were asking for him to give you a answer, if this is confirming, what did you, what, 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 honestly, and I'm asking because I don't know, but what did you actually really want him to tell you then? No, I'm just talking about like that with Eric. When Eric was talking about the fear thing and, and doing for myself. Gotcha. I, gotcha. I everybody else, but when it comes to me, I don't feel like I'm important. You know? And I've been saying, you know, actually, let's get me together. I know I, I, I want to be able to, you know, be able to myself and keep me going. I'm going to be able to everybody else. And if you fear, when it comes to me, I'm like, no, no. I'm good, and well, I'm not, you know. So. But, Cynthia, none of us are worthy. None of us are worthy. Mm-hmm. But he just saw fit to pick us. And I don't think he could have picked, and picked, picked a better bunch. I don't think he could have picked a better bunch of children that were cuckoo for cocoa puffs. I really don't think. Because one thing I can say is if he tells us to do it, Crying, because we've had plenty of times we've cried on this line. <laughs> Laughing. <laughs> Crazy stuff happened. And people probably would look, look, call in and be like, and listen online and be like, them some crazy people. <laughs> but what I can say to that is that these this crazy bunch of people hear, say, and do what God says. Period. And we have seen the manifestations and fruits of the labor that we've invested into praying in our children's lives, in our family's lives, in our lives. And he is not done. 
He's not doing it. Because I promise you, I remember this just like it was yesterday, and I'm picking on Erica because she, I'm just picking on her. I remember when we were sitting there trying to get her to pray in the spirit. And nobody knows better than Sam and myself when we got off the phone how how I felt when my sister was telling me how she felt, how I was pushing her. (laughs) She didn't like it. Now, she'll beat me going in. (laughs) Dear, am I lying on you? <laughs> she hear me talking about her. But it's true. I was just going through a situation a couple of days ago. I was I, I, I couldn't understand and comprehend. Erica says, dear, once I got done crying, she said, dear, I couldn't do nothing for you. She said, because I had to pray. And she said, I had to pray in the spirit because I couldn't deal with you. Right then and there, I couldn't do nothing for you. And I'm like, I could just remember when she was just like, no, it's Sam. I, ain't, I, I, don't, I, I can't do that. And then she would repeat after Sam. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny to me now because I just remember then and how he's brought us to a place. Where where we've grown and, and we are no longer those little little um, younglings that are trees that basically didn't have no roots. We have roots that are, are, are a foundation that we that when the wind blows, we know that we're not going to topple over because we have something that can sustain and hold us now. That's what all this was all this was about of getting to the place where we are sustained and God keeping us and holding us and and, and being there with us for such a time as this. We are the esters that Mordecai has been grooming for such a time as this that we have to go before the king and then the king says, whatever your heart desires, I'll allow that to be petitioned, to be granted. That's where we are. That's what we're doing. That's who we are. That's where we're going. But we have to understand it's not I, but it's the God that lives in us, the God that that breathes in us, the God that allows us to be. We're not worthy, but he chose us. And that's my encouragement to you. And And this time I'm really done. Can I can go from the table now. Oh. Uh, you call me, Sam? Can I be dismissed from the table now? Yeah, you can leave. <laughs> Wait, hold up! Oh, somebody give a give a give a, a a pair of kids so she can get some wounds for you know some bandages, some disinfectants. Oh, I love you all. I love. You all. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
That's the best thing you I love y'all. Don't call me for three more months. <laughs> she gonna purposely go back and put her phone like, you know, face down so she can't see it. <laughs> oh god. I ain't laughing at you. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all I was saying. I ain't laughing at you. Because uh-huh. uh-huh. at least y'all, at least y'all have been getting whooping with each other around. I was getting whipped by myself, and you know mm-hmm. that's how he get me. And then I come back and get y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no comment, none whatsoever. One or whatsoever. <laughs> I'm about to switch phones. Erica, were you Erica, were you ignoring me? I know you heard me talking to you, but I'm gonna get you later on. Hello? Sam had to switch phone. Yeah. All right. Who else? I know Nick was on. I don't know if he's still on or not. I guess he was on. Uh, Brother Mark, to pray for me? Hmm? Ask about chance. Can I get Brother Mark to pray for me? Sure. Well, thank you. And we just Brother Mark, still on? Talking about where? Oh, they might be open. They should be open. Yeah, you want to go up there? Yeah. All right. Brother Mars, you still on? Yeah, I'm here. I was just pumping gas. Oh, 
Hold on one second. Uh, that was um, Cynthia or Felicia? That was Renee. No, that was Renee. Huh? Renee. Dear Father, we just ask that you would simply be God and come see about your child. We ask that you, even in the situation with Sister Renee, Father God, for some of the things that she shared as well as she didn't share, we ask that you would even grant the partition to redeem some of the time back from that as well, Father. We ask that you would just continue to give her insight. And, Father, allow her the understanding that eagles don't fight on the ground. They soar in the air. Father, we ask that you would allow her to See some of her challenges as a serpent and be able to, in the spiritual realm, Father, swoop down and tackle it and and basically fight the war in the atmosphere, Father God, of your presence. And, Father God, just continue to show her that her fight is not earthbound, Father God. It's a spiritual thing, Father. And I ask that you would allow her to have sight and insight in the realm of the Spirit, Father God, so you can continue to teach her and show her and guide her to your understanding and your truth, Father. Because if you said in your word, Father God, it's not you. It's not us, but it's the Christ that lives in us, Father God. We ask that you would allow her a different experience from what she's had in times past. We ask that you would allow her to have a different understanding than what she has had in times past, Father God. And we ask that you would allow her to mark this day as a place of mitzvah where she can remember those giants were behind her and she's headed to Ebenezer, Father. We ask that you would allow her to allow this monument of mitzvah to be something that she remembers that she is no longer the person that all of the things are just piled upon. But, Father God, she can be the person that someone can lean on as well as listen to and hear, and they seek after her wisdom for them to follow her insight and go to the places that she would tell them to go and say some of the things that she would tell them to say, Father God. And we just ask these things in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey. I don't know, did Nate make snack off? Yeah, I'm on. Okay, what's up, right, Nate? <laughs> All right. Bye. All right. All right. I'm going to go to go to the go to the he's seeing things very keenly right now, Lord. He's seeing things very keenly, very clear, even in the process. Wow, the process. He is so accepting of the process, Lord. A lot of the frustrations and the agitations and the things that that he used to do, Lord, he's more at peace now, Father. Just, you know, I'm going to sit back and watch God. I'm going to sit back and see what the hand of God is doing 
Okay, Father, I see that now. That's up ahead. How are you preparing me for what you want me to do? It's so much more settled right now, Lord. So, Father God, pour upon this man of God all that he needs. Because, see, what happens now, now that you become settled with letting God be God, he can now give you even the bigger picture, all the details. Because, you know, just because he shows it to you doesn't mean that you have to act out on it. Just because he said, Nate, my son, I'm showing you this, or I'm showing that. And he's even speaking to you about other people and other situations which you're not even directly involved in, but because he knows that you have a heart and that you're willing to listen. The Holy Spirit continues to, to pour life into this man of God, sustenance, edification, Father, everything that he needs, Lord. And gird him up, Lord. Gird him up for the bigger battles that are ahead. Because there are some bigger battles ahead. Yes, yes, yes. There are some things that are manifesting. That God is saying, get prepared for this. Get prepared for that. It's like you're kind of solidifying where you're at. And that's another thing about being patient right now, because as you're where you're at, he's preparing you for where you're going. So let God work all the details out. Let, let God continue to draw you to where he needs you to go. Now, Father God, I want to lift up his board and his investors. Father God, manifest in their lives, Lord. Keep everybody centered and still. Keep everybody connected to you. Allow the word of God to penetrate into their hearts, Father, so they can begin to move in one accord. Because, see, that's the thing that the devil cannot do. If you all are in one accord and in unity, he cannot disrupt you. And that's what Satan's trying to do. He's trying to find some way to cause disunity, to, to, to a disturbance. So you, man of God, when you see that manifesting, you know, whatever you need to do to quell it, especially if it's something minor. You know, however Holy Spirit calls you to write that means, you know, you know what, it's not worthwhile getting involved in this little thing here because it's going to cause some fluctuation. You manage situations. You manage them. You, you seek the wisdom that God has granted you. You tap into the anointing of the Holy Ghost, and you recognize that right now especially you all need unity and one accord. He cannot defeat that. And he is working all over time trying to cause some type of dysfunction in the family unit. Lord, so we thank you again, and I'm going to cover the seven degrees of separation, Father, and all of everybody that's involved, Father every situation and circumstance, Lord, so that everybody will be covered, so that everybody can flow into the fullness of who you called us to be. Father God, we continue, and I'm going to continue to proclaim to that mountain that we will take you over in the name of Jesus. I'm proclaiming right now that the Holy Spirit is sending everything and everybody that is needed to take over that mountain. We are claiming it right now in the name of Jesus. Just as David called out to God, Alive, that you too should fall. I'm sure of God. You too should fall in Jesus' name. Oh, holy name, you are defeated. Amen. Amen. And amen. Mm. Amen. amen.
Amen. Amen. Thank you. Brother Mark, since you've been on a roll today. <laughs> yeah, still not playing fast. Uh-oh. What? I'm sorry. Do you go ahead, then?
then we finally start to walk in a little bit. So you don't got out of the crawling stage. You're coming out of the toilet and you're walking, but now he said, I'm going to make your strides a little bit wider. Mm-hmm. So basically what he's doing, he's growing you up in you. He's growing you up in you so that you can rise up into the fullness of who he's called you to be. You get in light more and you start to turn it off when you don't want to see stuff. Oh, okay, I don't want to look at that. Nope, I'm good. But you know what? I'm going to say it in this capacity right now for where you're at. <clears throat> as long as you keep walking, that's fine. Because, you know, I tell God, unless I really, really need to see it, I'm good. There's a lot of stuff. You know, I'm good. I see enough. I feel enough. I see I'm good. Mm-hmm. So allow him to set your pace, to lengthen your strides, to flow more in him. Be encouraged. Be bold. Be humble. Walk and rise up to become the fullness of who he called you to be. Jesus name I pray, amen. Amen. You know what not that. Hey brother, you know what? Hmm? While I was praying, I heard God tell us that we need to take our fight. To a different plane. And I said that in the prayer, but he is saying that even more. And the picture that I see is an eagle getting struck every time he tries to attack a snake on the ground versus snatching him in flight and taking him to a place where he's uncomfortable, which is in the air. And he was saying that we have some, all of us have circumstances in our life right now that we're fighting on the wrong field. And he said that our fight is not on the ground, it's in the air. And he's saying that in order to win, we need to take our fight to a place that we're comfortable in and not where everybody or, or the situation is fighting us. And and it, it and it and it's more of the fact that we've been fighting there because we've just been tired of being hit and bombarded on the ground or just sitting there. But he said that he was going to give us some strength to get to the place where we're ready to fly and soar again, where we're, he's going to give us the strength back to fight in the, in, in the places where we can win versus where we're, we're, getting bat, we're getting battle scars and bruises. That's it. 
Alright. Oh, what is this? Um, anybody else want to press? Who did we get? I've been listening on the day. Why e pod? Anybody else want prayer going once? Anybody else want prayer going twice? Anybody else want prayer going three times? All right. Somebody pray for us when we get out of here. How about I pray for you, Brother Mark? You pray for me. How about that one? Okay. All right. All the first women go first. I'll let you go first. Oh, no. <sighs> Rumble. Oh, really? Well, you know, a lot of that comes with in the natural of getting older, becoming more mature, settling down. So what I see is you're you're not fighting God as much. You're 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 still fighting him. But you're allowing yourself to be still when you wanna run, to listen when you don't want to, to speak when you don't want to, to shut up. We still gotta work on that one when you need to. <laughs> you to be. 
Jesus. And you know, and there's a and there's a lot of financial training and transformation that needs to occur in your life. And training is the worst because you need to learn how to manage money. And God says, I'm not going to give it to you until you do. In Jesus' name, I pray, man. Okay, your turn, bro. <laughs> Wait, I'll give you a minute because I know you got to like this. This, mm, yeah. I'll give you a minute. I sing a song. Sing, sing a song. <laughs> I'm going to mute. <laughs> Any on purpose, only about the phone. No, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, oh okay. Um, no, I didn't hang up. I know. I mean, that's that's a true statement, and I mean, I agree with it all. Even the finances that, because I mean, my parents are um, my parents are pushing me because um, we had we had some we didn't have the best news here recently with uh, with my stepdad, but I mean. He's okay now, but um, my parents are pushing me to literally take over. We're trying to get a set of group homes, and and I and I will really be financially responsible for my whole family. And um, it's a true statement that I do need to make sure that I'm making sound decisions with finances because it's their livelihood at stake as well. Because it's their name, but they're trusting me to be in charge of it. For like for even for my families that's coming in from different states, they will they're wanting group homes as well, and they're trusting that I know what I'm doing to basically be over them. And I'm just like Jesus, they got more faith in me than I got in myself, and I don't know if I can do it. So that's what prompted me to get ready to go to school for healthcare management, so I can take take over and know exactly what I'm doing and make the financial responsibilities correctly for the family as a whole. So that's true. Father, I just simply just ask that you continue to crown our brother with wisdom and understanding and truth. And Father, I ask that you would even allow him to stretch a little bit more, Father God, and see that the blessings flow from Aaron's beard, Father God. And we ask that you would continue to give him the strength and the spiritual know-how to lead us and teach us and co-labor with us and, and guide us. And, Father God, we ask that you would continue to allow him to be comfortable in his own skin and his own right and he manifests to be the man of God that you have called him to be as well. We ask that you would strengthen him, guide him and lead him with his parents as well as his his daughter and we just ask that you would just give him the desires of his heart. Because he's been faithful. 
some of the things that we joke around about as well as some of the things that we know naturally, not just as for a spouse or or monetary things of Father, he's been faithful over the few things that you've allowed him to watch over. Now we ask that you would manifest them into many and be like the call of Abraham on his life. Call him as well as his seed, bless Father God, and bless generations beyond him and Morgan, Father God, and the generations to come, but allow them to have an understanding that they were only blessed because of the headship from the forefathers that were before them. In your name we pray, amen. Amen. All right, amen. All right, that's it. I guess that's it then. Well, I will say au revoir, amen, and I'll holler at y'all later. All right. Okay, everybody stay blessed and I'll be in All right, peace.